Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back with you, Tower 2 at Tail Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. We welcome in Evan Bland with the Omaha World Herald. Find him on Twitter at Evan Bland, O-W-H. And he's gearing up for some excellent football coverage this fall again with the with the crew from the World Herald. Evan, uh, are you uh, still pacing yourself? Or are you in full season mode? Are you, are you wishing kickoff was tomorrow? You know, I don't know if there really is such thing as an off season anymore. Like it used to be that you, you could kind of get away for a couple months, but with recruiting and I mean, Big Ten Media Days was like a month ago. So in some ways, uh, the, the season's kind of a little bit of a break because we actually can see things. I'm excited, man. It's you know we're what a week away from volleyball and eight days away from football in Minneapolis. So this is a great time of year. It is outstanding and. A lot to get to, and and I know uh, with the uh, Pick 6 podcast, you guys laid out some predictions, and not to to retread too much, but I want to get your your take. We haven't talked to you uh, about Ted Carter. I want to go there first, and uh, of course, Coach Rule last night said, you know, just tough tough loss for for, uh, Nebraska. Uh, Your reaction, because we were all kind of like jaw to floor (laughs) with with the news. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, we, we just left post uh, post practice, and it pops. And yeah, I mean, I was shocked. I know Nebraska administration didn't see that thing coming. They were blindsided by the news. And in one sense, obviously, you're happy for Ted Carter as he furthers his career and, and has a, you know answers what he felt was a calling for him. But there's no doubt it's disappointing for Nebraska at this point when it really did feel like. Uh, a lot of the the power brokers had had lined up between him and Trev Alberts and the AD's chair and Matt Rule. There really did feel like there was a synergy. And you know, you think back to Matt Rule's comments in the off season about how instrumental Ted Carter was in him coming to Nebraska. And I think it was the 2016 game, maybe, where uh, Ted Carter's there for Navy and and Matt Rule with Temple and and that toughness that that Temple team showed, even just in warmups. Um, you know, really stood out to Carter and, and, and Matt Rule has a lot of respect for him and his uh, Navy background and all the rest. And so uh, it, it's interesting. And, you know, the, the Nebraska uh, regents had just restructured things so that uh, that Carter would oversee Nebraska athletics. And he's had that seat at the, at the table for the Big Ten uh, presidents and chancellors the last couple of months, too. So how Nebraska adjusts from that will be really interesting. Do they go back to sort of the, the chancellor being a liaison 
uh, you know, to, to the athletic department, you, you let Trev Alberts do it. I think that's an option you have to consider given his, um, you know, his abilities as an administrator as well. So surprising news. It doesn't have to be a big deal if you make the right hire, but certainly, um, a, you know, a, a surprise twist here with just a week before the season. Evan, now that we've had 24 hours, we got some reaction from Matt Rule. I saw a clip this morning of Jim Pillen reacting to the news. How big of a deal do you think this is in the long term? Because we've we've seen really two sides to this. There's been a, a subset of people saying, who cares? This is administration. This isn't going to affect the football program. Then you have the other side of people who feels like the, the world is ending. Oh, my God, Ted Carter's off to Ohio State. This is so indicative of the past couple years of Nebraska. Of course, something's going to go wrong. Where are you at on this in terms of how big of a deal this is? specifically to the football program, but really to the athletic department as a whole? Well, you know, I think, first of all, you have to have a little perspective and think, okay, five years ago, who in Nebraska knew, even knew who Ted Carter was? And, like, you know, the, the university went on, the athletic department went on. They'll go on with whoever comes in next. I think what stood out about Ted Carter as somebody who was, again, president over the entire system, University of Nebraska system, uh, was that he did take an interest in athletics, and he, you know, would lace up his uh, his skates and go skating with the Mavs, or he would come to Nebraska, uh, you know, athletic events, football and other things. So he took an interest in that. He, you know, he had a, a desire and I think a talent to be in the mix uh, with the Big Ten and, and what they had to handle as well. And I think he understood too that like it's it's just a reality that the football program at Nebraska is the front porch to the university, and it does affect enrollment. I mean, I I can name a lot of friends uh, who went to the University of Nebraska in the early 2000s because the football team was good, and then you figure out the academics and and, and kind of go from there. But there's no doubt that if you're looking to increase enrollment, increase uh, excitement for your university, that then plays out through the academic. Uh, realm, I, the football program is a part of that. And so good, bad, or otherwise, that's just a reality. I think Ted Carter understood that. Um, you know, and I think it's valuable that he's going to still be around through the rest of the calendar year to, to maybe even have a say in who ends up replacing him. Um, but I, I just think his, his sort of blend of, of understanding the academic side and the passion he had for athletics made him a really unique administrator for Nebraska. And Evan, to your point, even 2017 to, to 2021, whenever I was in school, I'd still go talk to people from out of state and say, why Nebraska? Well, I grew up watching Husker football every single Saturday, <laughs> and I needed to see this in, in person. I wish the results were better. And that was always my question of, of man, like, what a four years you picked. But it's still a selling point to, <laughs> to students from Chicago and Kansas City and really everywhere. Kids in California, man, I was a Husker fan growing up. I, I just wanted to be a Husker. Well, you know, that's a lot of folks I I partied with in college were in-state kids, but instead of going maybe somewhere outer banks that was a little cheaper, they would come to Lincoln for football. Absolutely. Evan Bland with us. Evan, a, a thought from you. You talk about Ted Carter, and he was absolutely an advantage for Nebraska. When we get to football, where do you see Nebraska having an advantage? And I want to just keep it to the Big Ten West. Where, where are some areas you think Nebraska can be better than their opponents that have pretty much had their way the last few years? Well, I think the back of the defense can be an asset for Nebraska. You're not going to find a lot more experience in your middle linebacker group than what Nebraska has with Nick Henrich and Luke Reimer. So I think that's a place that you can start. 
Uh, you know, Quentin Newsom's played a lot of good football for Nebraska. He's he's back as a corner, so I think you're you know you're feeling pretty good about that back seven uh, or eight, depending on how it goes. I think if the quarterback position could end up being an asset for Nebraska as well. I think Jeff Sims is is a top half of the league sort of guy, especially if he tamps down on some of the turnovers that kind of hounded him at at Georgia Tech when they asked him to do maybe more than what Nebraska will. Um, I think special teams, I mean, you think about how many times special teams has hurt Nebraska. Uh, I think Brian Buschini can be one of the best punters in the Big Ten. That's a weapon that they had last year, but before that it's been a struggle. Uh, You know, and I think that the the tight end position and the running back spots can be assets for Nebraska as well. I think there's a lot of depth there. Um, So even if the guys that you figure might be your number ones uh, don't burst out of the gates. Like there are there are there's, there are other guys there that you can make a case that they could uh, you know play their way into a prominent role too. So I think you have a little bit of depth there. Um, and, and and again, I think the experience defensively is really interesting to me because they are overhauling the scheme in a lot of ways. Um, but you you know you look at the guys who got the single digit jerseys. A lot of those you know are, are from the defensive side. I mean, I'm curious to see what a guy like John Bullock can do. Uh, it just feels like maybe that side of the ball can be a little bit more of an asset for Nebraska than it's been, especially, you know, again, considering uh, how much of an overhaul they've had to go through this offseason. So Evan Bland with us here from the Omaha World Herald on Hale Varsity Radio. And Evan, I think I've, I've brought up this topic before here during fall camp. I want to bring it up here again to you. How much of the water do you think the defense is going to have to carry early in the season with some injuries on that offensive side of the ball? They're going to have to find their legs. And I, I think – the momentum out of fall camp is that, at least to me, the concern with the offense is starting to, to elevate just a little bit with some reports out of the scrimmages, some discussions of fumbles. How much water do you think that defense is going to have to carry against teams like Minnesota and Colorado? Yeah, I think a, a pretty good amount. You know, I don't know that it's going to be 2009, but I, I do think <laughs> that, uh, that, yeah, I mean, that's where the experience is. That's where a lot of the leadership is. I just think there are a lot of questions offensively. You know, the, we, we talked about the receiver depth or, or lack thereof. There's a lot of, of, of guys who are either injured or new or, or, or asked to do something that really they haven't done before. Um, you know, the running back spot, I think Gabe Irvin can be that guy. I know Matt Rule loves him, but we haven't, we haven't seen it, and, and a lot of that's been injury-related. But I think a lot of what, the, what we're talking about on the offense requires, you know, a leap of faith or, or – projecting things that haven't happened yet. You know, Thomas Fedoni, for all of the talent that he has, uh, hasn't done it yet on the field because of injuries. Jeff Sims, we know what he's been at Georgia Tech. Can he be a different person uh, in terms of of completion percentage and and giveaways and things like that? Can he be a different person at Nebraska? So I think it can happen. The the offensive line is sort of the same deal. Um, With a lot of familiar faces, can they take a step forward? Um, So... It just it feels to me like if you're saying Nebraska is going to have a good offense, you have to make a lot of assumptions to get to that point. Whereas defensively, you know how big of a of a step is it to say that Luke Reimer is going to do what he did uh, again, or Quentin Newsom, or that Ty Robinson is going to uh, really thrive in a bigger role, or Nash Hutmacher? Like I, I just feel like that side of the ball has more a much more plausible um, you know path to being an asset for Nebraska this season. Evan, where are you at with with your prediction with Nebraska from an expectation standpoint? Are you expecting six and six and better, or and, and a bowl trip, or is that 
too much to ask looking at it from a realistic standpoint with all the new and the question marks on the offensive line and in the depth the, the depth question marks defensive line i know rules talked about how much he loves the young guys but that's also a, a question mark just because it they've not played college ball before mm-hmm. yeah i do i mean i think they can make a bowl game this year i know that's sort of the the baseline expectation and you know when i look at the schedule um I, I absolutely see a path to six wins, maybe maybe more than that. I mean, you know, their, their first two home games with Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech, like, those were, were not good teams last year, especially defensively. Like, that's those, those are teams Nebraska should handle. Colorado, of course, is the great unknown, but that's, I mean, their, their level of turnover is unprecedented in college football. What, How ready are they going to be in their second week of the season? I think the... The stretch after the bye week, where you've got you know Maryland and Purdue and 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 some of those other teams, like that's another stretch where you can make some hay if you're Nebraska. And and I would also point back to just the last couple of years, as tough as they've been uh, in terms of the final record, like Nebraska, for the most part, has not been overwhelmed from a talent perspective in those games. They've fallen short in the fourth quarter. They've had all the one score losses, the special teams miscue, what have you. I do. I believe that you know the 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 power of the Matt Rule hire and the synergy of that staff. That's where that stuff shows up. Is in all those little things that have cost Nebraska games. So I don't think they're outmanned, uh, you know, against anybody maybe other than Michigan from a talent standpoint. It's all those little things and how much um, you know that can get cleaned up here from an off season under a new staff. Evan Bland with us here on Hale Varsity Radio and. Evan, have you gotten a chance to see the uh, the Swamp Kings documentary on Netflix? The, the question, if you have seen it, is essentially how replicable is that with Nebraska? Because, I mean, a lot of what you're hearing from that documentary, if you haven't seen it yet, is things like building brotherhood, building togetherness, embracing the suck, and, and having a team that comes out better because of it in the at the end. And I think Urban Meyer... Uh, had a, a shallower hole to dig from with that Florida program. But there's a lot of, of comparisons I think you can be made between what Urban Meyer did at Florida and what Matt Rule's trying to accomplish in Nebraska whenever you see some of this stuff from a look-in and, and see what Urban was doing behind the scenes. Have you got a chance to see it, and what do you think of that take? Well, I, I've seen just a little bit of it, but I do think, to your larger point, that that there is value in some of that culture stuff. And I know a, a lot of times that gets kind of the, the eye roll and it kind of feels like off-season fluff stuff. But I, I think back to something that actually Phelan Sanford, you know, the, the veteran uh, fifth-year guy at Nebraska, said earlier in camp where he said, you know, the value of that comes when there are, you know, maybe injuries or, or a key moment in the middle of the season when you have to rely on a guy who's maybe not a starter, maybe he's an underclassman or a new guy. And if you've gone through all this other stuff, then you know how that person's going to react in that moment. And if you, if you don't know them, if, if guys kind of kept to their clicks or, or whatever, and this guy comes in, you have no idea uh, how he's going to respond, what he's all about, how you interact with him. And so I think that's where, you know, I think that's why Nebraska does the stuff like, you know, Matt Rule enters a room and everyone stands up and greets each other, or they have freshman talent shows, or they're doing coaches' impressions, or they, you know, they're spending two weeks in the dorms together. Like, sure, it, it builds camaraderie and it's fun and it kind of takes your mind off the stuff, but it, it also does, I think, in those moments when inevitably guys get hurt or uh, through performance they have to make some kind of a personnel change. Like, that's when you can make those sorts of changes seamlessly and you trust the guys that are not the starters i think that's where you can go from being just an okay team to a pretty good one you nailed it because you go with that that trust word 
you know the guy, and uh, you're able to go to work with him. And in that, who knows? Uh, that's a little thing that could be a difference if a second or third teamer's got to come in in a, in a tight fourth quarter game. Uh, does it expose the defense or the offense, or do they keep on trekking and, and uh-huh. find a way to, to get it handled in a, in a tight ball game in the Big Ten? Evan, we will run you down again, bud. Uh, maybe from Minneapolis, maybe uh, from here. Uh, we'll, we'll just get next Wednesday figured out uh, with travel and everything. But awesome to talk, and we'll gear up next week for Minnesota v. Nebraska. How's that sound? Sounds great, guys. Let's pack our bags and get up there. All right, man. Take care. Thanks again. Thanks. There he is, Evan Bland with us. Find him on Twitter at Evan Bland, O-W-H. And uh, some thoughts with Matt Rule. He sat down with Colin Cowherd. We'll dive into the expectations part of this equation. Hail Varsity continues presented by Currency.